We hope you enjoy listening to this weekly podcast from Lifeline Church. Find out more by visiting lifelinechurch.co.uk. Hello, everyone. Hello. Yes. <laughs> so, yes, um, it's great to be back. I'm here with my wife, Mary. Um, Mary Williams. <laughs> um, want to really appreciate this family for your support. Um, thank you very much to John and Don, the leadership of Lifeline. Um, want to appreciate the membership of this house for your support. Um, special greetings from Sierra Leone. A um, lot is going on there. Um, the Neymar boys and girls, they are doing well. Um, the church is going on. Um, we receive a team from here, um, led by Nick and Mrs. Smith. <laughs> yes, um, they did extremely well. They were able to really understand the setting and support the young people and the entire um, what we are doing, which was really, really good. And the impact, you could see the impact there whenever um, you go. Um, what they've done so far. So we remain grateful. Um, I want to also thank the leadership for giving me this opportunity to also um, share what God has laid in my heart today for this body. Um, shortly, I want to talk on a topic titled Light and Darkness. Um, in the world, there are a lot of things that is happening that our eyes can see, but there are also other things that are happening that our physical eyes cannot see. Um, we need the Spirit of God to help us to um, see those things. For instance, if you're talking of a ray, um, there's a light that is so powerful that an array. Um, X-ray, sometimes we refer to it as X-ray. That's the physical things that we interact with on a medical term. We interact with those things, we understand them. But it's very important as well to understand the spiritual side of things. So we talk of light. In the Bible, light has always been a symbol of holiness, knowledge, wisdom, illumination, grace, hope, God, and God's prompting. But contrast, darkness has been associated with evil sin, lack of knowledge, despair, and missing of God's purpose. We thank God because us as children of God, we are strategically positioned as believers. Um, we are positioned in a way that the wave may come, but because we are positioned in God, we are still in that light. And therefore, the darkness is always there fighting against the light. But one thing that is clear, the fact is written that um, darkness will never overcome darkness, uh, light. Light will continually overcome darkness. And that is something that sometimes in the physical, you find it a little bit difficult to see circumstances around you, what's happening, it might want to overwhelm you, but the reality is, in God, light will always overcome darkness. And that is our position in God. So there are a few scriptures that we would just peruse to, but um, you could see the slide there. 
I'm not talking of the sunlight, I mean, which is um, very helpful for the plants. Uh, you can see on the screen there. But it's also good the plants need the sunlight. Um, for people that study a little bit of science, the talk of photosynthesis that will have to help the plants to really produce what we desire, what we plant them for. But that's not what we are focusing on today. We want to focus on Christ within, which is the inner light. Can you please turn to someone and say, Christ within is the inner light. That's the inner light we want to talk about quickly. Yes? We should be aware of the enemy's tricks, the cunning tactics, stratagem, manipulation, and persuasion of the enemies. And all those, most times, you get them from the dark side. Yeah? The tricks of the enemy. When you're in the light, you have to be very sharp about the tricks of the enemy because you always get them from the dark side. And this is not like um, you operate in, a, um, in space. You can even live on Earth here with the light on the inside of you, be able to really understand what's happening, what's coming from the dark side. And it's very important to understand that. So we get the next slide, please. So um, I tried to just summarize something there. Do not participate in activities solely for the purpose of pleasure. Instead, opt for what is morally correct. So because we are living in this flesh, we are living in the body, most times you get things around you that tends to attract you to the very thing that you're building to even start to even undermine them if you don't be careful. And the devil's greatest tactics against a believer is to hinder their spiritual growth and prevent them from demonstrating God's power. However, God has chosen us to fulfill his purpose on earth. God has chosen us to fulfill his purpose on earth. So there is always this tension, light and darkness. Light and darkness. Which position are you? I think you first of all have to ask yourself, where are you? If the darkness is always fighting against the light, if you are in the light, you have to be assured, I want to encourage you today, that in the light, you always triumph. It doesn't matter what happened around you. For me, I've experienced it. I'm talking this out of experience. It's not just the scripture I'm quoting here. But the darkness will try to distract you. But if you are in the light, just stay focused. You triumph at the end of it. And that is very important. Because you are chosen, because you are called by who? You are not called. You didn't apply. You didn't go for interview. You were not like um, shortlisted. Yeah? Before you knew it, God had already chosen you. And you are in that light. That is the glory. You are operating in that glorious environment that you are so much protected. You are so much powerful. The enemy knows that. So he constantly tries to distract you. But you need to stay focused as you operate in the light. Shall we have the um, next slide, please? 
Do not be surprised to see the enemy trying to use believers to destroy the very thing that God has established through them. This is because darkness is fighting back. So most times we fight to build. God is God who uses us to build up. And most times, because of the pressure around us, if we forget that we are operating in the light, the darkness may tend to even distract you. The very thing that you've built, God has used you to build up, start to undermine that. That will not be our portion. We shall continue to triumph in the light. So, there's this verse. There are a few verses. We can have the next slide. I don't have enough time, so you take them down. When you go, you can read more. Um, how important is the light? It is important. The light is so much important because he is the one that leads our path. He is the one that actually directs our path. The light is important. So we need not to endeavor to operate outside the light. Yeah? It's important. Um, what does light and darkness represent? I've just mentioned. When you talk of the light, you're talking about the knowledge of God. You're talking about illumination, the God within. Yeah? That's the very power you're carrying. And it's very important to know that. The darkness, it's the opposite of the very light. But we are focusing on the light here because that is the thing that really resonated with me today that I really want to talk about. So um, why do we need to operate in the light? Because that's the safest place. Turn to somebody, say, in the light is the safest place. We need to operate in the light because that's in the safest place. And sometimes it is uncomfortable to operate in the in the light. Uh, well, <laughs> you sometimes find pleasure to operate in darkness because of the fleshly desire, but what pleases the heart of God is actually for us to operate in the light. And the more you operate in the light, the more the enemy gets distracted, the more the enemy gets overpowered. The light is what actually God is using us actually to showcase who is he is on this earth. So we have scriptures here, 1 John 4, um, chapter 12, John chapter 12, verse 46. I don't know if um, you can project that for us. Is it possible? If it's not possible, we can move on. So what that talks about, it talks about us being called into the light. Yeah? Talks about that verse talks about us being called into the light, us as believers. As I mentioned before, we did not apply for that. We did not ask for that. But because of the mercy, because of the so um, loving passion and tenderness of the King of Kings, he called us into that very glorious place to operate on this earth. Yeah? Through the finished work of Jesus Christ. That very finished work, we can demonstrate that on this earth. Yeah, the light is there, which is really for us to showcase who God is like. Um, you can leave that scripture, and let's move on. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10 to um, 9, but specifically verse 6 to 12. It says, For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, 
but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this world. Yeah? We have to be very mindful that we wrestle not against flesh and blood. This is not a gymnastic. This is not about a boxing race. Yeah? Um, <laughs> this is about a spiritual matter. We wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of dark places. So, the darkness that is always there trying to pull down, to plunder the very thing that God is using us to build up, is always there to plunder what God is using us to build up. We have to be aware of this reality that we are not wrestling against flesh and blood, but we're wrestling against those powers. And with God, with the light in us, we can constantly be conquering the works of the darkness and we showcase the power of God. And that simply means we have to have what we call the willingness to really listen to God. Um, one of St. Paul's contributions to our understanding the powers of evil is to sum them up in the phrase principalities and powers. For him, they represent the sum totality of evil. Yeah? Um, there's an evil power in oppression. That's just the reality. God revealed that to us. But for us, that's not a threat because when we are in the light, we are over them. We, are, we have the power over them. Um, the sum totality of evil powers that threaten men, both heavenly and on earth. For us living on earth, God has given us the secrets as to how we overcome um, darkness. How? Let me share the story quickly, just a short one. Um, we're working in a um, community called Punduru. Long ago, before even Richard passed off, his desire was to establish a church in that community because darkness was prevalent in that community. So there was a time he went there, had a meeting with community stakeholders and family members. There's a sheikh there. The sheikh is still a Muslim leader. He's still there. He literally attacked Richard and they physically fought. I mean, Richard slapped um, him. That, <laughs> that story is there. So fast forward after some years, this sheikh was against the expansion of the kingdom of God in that community. So Richard did not come to us and say, go and revenge for us, no. But after some time, around 2016, 2017, when we're talking with um, leaders here and about the expanding the BT, the Better Tomorrow, the cultural project, we went there. But the idea was not just a project. What God could use us to do in that community was also a critical thing in the mass. So we went there and we established this um, church, we started meeting. But the system that has been going on, they have pastors who are part of the power society, the secret society. They have pastors who are part of the secret society, the bundle. So we are going there with something that is different, the kingdom mind, we are saying, ah, no. This is not what really we believe in. That was a tension. And the same guy showed up again. 
the guy that I've been fighting with Richard long ago. So we didn't see him as a target, but we watched behind him what was really happening behind the scene. Yeah? Fighting the darkness, it doesn't mean someone will not show up. The darkness will try to use someone around. But see what is happening behind the scene. The greater power behind the scene that is using the individual. The long and short of it, we were able to establish um, the church there. And one time we were resolving issue between him and one of our staff members. He sat in the room and he said, what cause did you offer at uni? I want my son to go and offer that same cause. <laughs> and I was like, why are you asking that question? He's seen something that was different to what they believe in, what they've been operating in. It took us time to even have that conversation in the room, five of us in the room. And honestly, there was no answer directly. I just told him, um, that is the lost doing. This is not about university. It's not about any course that I did. But he did not understand that. So we now have people who are free to talk about the goodness of God in that community. It took years. They couldn't. They would come and say, yes, I wanted to say this, but I was not comfortable enough. The atmosphere was not there. Because you have a power that was operating over that community. You don't have the right to talk anything about the true God. You can talk about the secret society, they will heal you. They, you can talk about the circumcision they do. They even in, uh, initiate um, child at the age of 12, um, children at the age of five. They, I mean, they are comfortable with that. But when once you talk about the true God, bringing the light to them, it's attention. So we were able, through the help of God, to understand that reality. And we did not go into physical fight. Yes, Richard started with the physical slap, which <laughs> for us, we did not enter into physical fight. But we wrestled with the powers that were in charge, that were over those people. And today, we are seeing people are experiencing freedom in the physical and in the realm. We are experiencing that. So, um, do we have First Peter 2.9? Um, you can go and read, please, Matthew. You also have John 8.12. You can go and read. Shall we have the next slide, please? Living in the light. So there are lists of things it does, that's not exhaustive. There are more we could add on that list, but living in the light, there are things we could um, focus on. Um, when you're living in the light, you can be led by the Spirit of God, which is very important, because in ourselves, in our human understanding, we are limited. But with the Spirit of God, we'll become unlimited. In other words, you can be here, you see beyond your even your own physical understanding. Um, we have seek to impact individuals and communities. And that is one of the things. It's, if you're a Christian, you're a believer, then you're comfortable just because you are a believer, you are just comfortable with that, I'm afraid. Because the aspect of this light 
us showing who the light is. It's us that will have to really show people that yes, there is something greater than what they are seeing. So we shouldn't just be comfortable to become believers and settle with that. We should also impact individuals around us. We should also impact our communities. And by extension, wherever we find ourselves, we should be able to really create that impact. We strive to walk in ways that please the heart of our Father. Yes, it's sometimes painful. I don't take that. I mean, I don't take that. My standard is this. But what God is saying, it's very important to come back to the point, what God is saying at that point. Yes, this is your standard, but what's God's standard? <laughs> yeah? So if you um, are operating in the light under the rulership of this master that we are talking about, who is all-powerful, who is all-knowing, then most times you check yourself, this is my standard, but what's God's standard? then that helps you to realign. If you are not aligned with God's standards, that helps you to realign with God's standard, then you make the right decision going forward. Um, our purpose is to overcome darkness and expand God's kingdom. I've just explained about Punduru. It was tough. It was really tough. You engage people one thing, you have the conversation again and again, again and again. But it's not just the conversation, but you try to unlock the doors in the unseen for those people to hear you. You try to unlock the doors, the darkness that's really over them. You talk to them, they hear you talk in their own local dialect, they hear you, but they fail to understand you because something is over them. So when you're going as a light, you're penetrating into that darkness. And as a result of that, you are a threat. Don't forget, you are a threat. <laughs> because always the enemy tries to fight back, to kick back. But we thank God because we continue to expand his kingdom. We overcome darkness and expand God's kingdom. We are to befriend the Holy Spirit and find energy in reading God's word. Yes, that is very important. Sometimes we get physically tired, that is true. But we need to um, tap from the spirit of God. We need energy to read God's word, yeah? Because we, we, we tap energy from that as well. We need the spirit of God. So um, find energy in reading God's word. We seek inner freedom and enlightenment. So there were times when I myself, I just think, God, I'm really tired. What next? Sometimes you go to bed, just one verse will energize you, will give fresh energy, just one verse that you read. So it's very important to um, get energy from the word of God. Our spiritual antenna is alert and responsive to God's guidance. Yes, we are not really radio stations, but it's very important to note this, that we have a spiritual component as human beings that desires to hear from God. So we need to keep our spiritual antennas alert to hear from God, because that is what helps us actually to go God's way. When God's, the, the prompting of God, when God prompts you, this is something that you want to react, but wait for a moment. 
Yeah, your emotion is saying react now. As a child of God, as a believer, you're putting in the light. Yeah? But you've been marked to a point you want to react now. But the prompting is saying, wait for a moment. Don't react now. This is a decision. I mean, I need to make this decision now. But the prompting is saying, yes, it is a decision that you will have to make, but wait for a moment. But it's about also choosing to listen, the guidance of the master. The last slide, please. I think that's the last slide. Um, the last slide is with me here. <laughs> Sorry. In John 1, 5, the light shines in darkness, and the darkness has not overpowered it. The good news is, regardless of how bad things may seem or how, how bad things could get, there is always hope. Do not participate in activities solely for the purpose of pleasure. Yes, um, this is tough, this is tough, yes. It doesn't matter how bad it looks now. Yeah, there's hope at the end of the tunnel. There's hope in him, there's hope. Yeah, I am here to encourage all of us um, that the fact that we are living in the light, there's a victory at the end of the tunnel. There's a victory at the end of the tunnel. If even you don't believe it now, but it is the truth. Um, please, just two minutes, let me read this poem before I wrap up, please. It's a poem titled, God's Light. Say, Lord, you are the light this world desperately needs. Let our lamps keep burning bright so the lost may come to see. The light of your love bringing brightly in our hearts Chasing away the darkness, revealing who you are, so your glory may seen in everything we do. In our everyday happenings, may our lives acknowledge you. No matter where you see, where you see and send us, whatever land we are in, may your light pierce through the darkness penetrating deep within, to stir up deep desire to truly seek your face and come fully into your light and receive your saving grace. That's a poem written by M.S. Sorry, M.S. Lotz. Um, the light that we're talking about has the power to drill and really expose darkness. So may God continue to empower us and keep us in his light that the darkness, whatever darkness, whatever spiritual powers that are operating, God will expose them and not only that, will give us victory over them. Thank you so much, shall we pray? Thank you, Lord, thank you, Lord. Father, your word is true, and because it is true, 
nothing will be able to abort it. So therefore, we thank you this moment, and we ask that your will be done. Spirit of God, continue to move. Beyond our understanding, continue to move. We ask, Lord, that you cause the effect to manifest so that the glory will be ascended to you. Thank you, Lord, for your word. In Jesus' name. Thank you for listening to this podcast by Lifeline Church. We hope this message has been an encouragement to you. We are a relational church with a passion to demonstrate God's love to one another and our surrounding community in real and practical ways. We believe that God has called us to have an impact on our families, our communities and our nation. We'd love to connect further with you, so please do visit our website at lifelinechurch.co.uk on Facebook, lifeline.church.uk or Twitter at Lifeline UK.